Hey everyone out there, this is Kevin Sanders and this is my very first podcast from Cancer to Courage. Uh, my good buddy Dario here. Hello there. Um, I just want to let you guys know that uh, I'm not a doctor, I'm not a professional, I don't even have letters behind my name, I'm just Kevin Sanders and this is my story. Introduce yourself, Dario. Like uh, name, age, like where are you born? Well, man? We're, we're gonna just uh, cut to the chase. You know, I'm um, I'm born in California. Um, I'm a hundred years old. <laughs> no, really, no, no, no. But I I, I work um, in special ed. I work with um, um, students and that are very um, health challenge and whatnot mm-hmm. with different disabilities and different uh, ailments. And I'm really familiar with this uh, subject of cancer. Mm-hmm. And uh, this is a, a podcast that's very dear to me, very close to my heart. That's good. That's good. Um, my name is Kevin. Uh, obviously, I want to say my name, did I? Oh, no. Dario O'Connor. Dario O'Connor. Uh, my name is Kevin Sanders, like I introduced myself earlier. Uh, I'm 38. I was born in Canada, grew up in Indiana. Um, I had cancer. I'm just going to go over a rough overview of this and entire quick podcast, not a quick podcast, but like what you can expect to, uh, to see in the future. Um, I'm 38. I was born in Canada. grew up in Indiana. You had a birthday recently. I did actually. It so, was February 3rd, so last week. Are you 38 still or are you going to hold on to that? I'm staying 38 forever. Right, okay. Just kidding. I was 37. Really? Really? Yeah. I thought you were 39. No, bro. No. Sorry. Anyway. When you get old, you think about, you know, you forget things like that. Um, 38? Yeah. Wow. Um, so I was 26. I just turned 38. Uh-huh. I was 26 when I found out I had cancer. Uh, um, they gave me, just going over some highlights, not really, but they gave me five to seven years to live. Um, I'm a pastor's kid. I've been around the world on a boat. I'm a second degree black belt in Taekwondo. I worked on some Star Wars movies. I'm an adrenaline junkie, scuba diving, skydiving four times, etc., etc., etc. So I've lived kind of uh, an interesting life. Um, and this is going to be a podcast about hope and courage, faith and life. And, uh, and that's Star Wars, right? Yeah. Not Star Wars. I didn't know you worked on Star Wars films. That's interesting. Yeah, man. I worked on I, film I, I've industry. A, you know, it's funny. I never really, uh, wasn't one of my favorite, uh, um, things. It took me, you know, it's funny. It took me like, um, 40 years to see the, uh, the first Star Wars film. I saw the last <laughs> one. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the last one with, um. Oh, what's her name? Um, Fisher, Fisher, Carrie Fisher. Mm, yeah. The last film she made. Um, I wasn't really a big Star Wars fan. I think because when I was in junior high, yeah, I'll give you a little flashback, guys. This is a Kevin's story, but this is my moment. Of, uh, so I, I was in, I was in, I was in, uh, uh, yeah, I was in uh, eighth grade, and this guy, I don't say his name because maybe he's listening, but anyway, he was a Star Wars junkie, and it turned me off against, he was just like, the lunch pail, the everything, um, yeah, T-shirts, and it was like, all right, already. So I really, really never really got into it. So, um, like I said, I saw the last, uh, my first uh, Star Wars film, 40 years from the first Star Wars film that came out. It's crazy. Yeah, it was crazy. Um, it, was, it, was, it was interesting. Um, I never really, I don't know, it was interesting about Star Wars, huh? Anyway, yeah. enough of that, enough of yeah. that. This is Kevin's story, not my story. So let's, <laughs> yeah, you know, it's not yeah, my right. story, but this is, uh, this is the first one. And um, like Kevin said- The very said, first podcast. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Like you said, we're, we're, we're going to encourage people and, and give them hope. That's right. Um, yep. We're not doctors. 
I'm not a doctor. I just play no. one on TV. Just a, he's an actor, and <laughs> I, I'm, I'm I am a, an actor. Just a Joe Schmo. Yeah, yeah. Just, just you know, I play doctors and lawyers. But yeah. this is Kevin's story, and um, you know, we hope that you you find it encouraging and uh, stuff. So let's take it away. Yeah, sounds good. Good. First question, Kevin. Yeah. Um, when did you discover you had cancer? Uh, like I said earlier, I was um, 26, mm. and uh, it was like five five of 2008. Um, I basically found out I had a golf ball sized tumor and, uh, like a month later, like six, two of Oh eight, um, the tumor, it grew to almost the size of a tennis ball. And so it was like less than a month. And, um, and then had surgery and uh, I was diagnosed as a stage three cancerous tumor. It's like, there's four different stages of cancer and, um, like stage four, they give you basically six months to live. Stage three, they give you five to seven years. Wow. So listen, how did you discover you had cancer? Did you um, say that? Well, not yet. All right. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> um, so at the time, I, I had a girlfriend. Right. And um, she was sleeping beside me. And I contacted her recently just to verify um, that my information was correct. Um, I thought... I thought I remembered her saying she had uh, interned at a hospital or something, but I guess she had um, seen something on a TV show or I'm not really certain. Um, she just, so I woke up kind of thrashing in bed. She turned the light on and she looked over and somehow she knew that I was having a seizure. Wow. So you had your own um, um Medicine woman, uh, Dr. Quinn, yeah, at your side. <laughs> she rolled me over on my side yeah. to make sure I wouldn't choke on my tongue. They never chokes on her tongue, though. That's that's an old wise tale. Yeah, is it? You don't swallow your tongue. How can you swallow your tongue? I don't know. You, you know a, a person swallow their tongue? It's I mean, a muscle. I don't yeah, know. You got to spit it up. You I know. Swallow I know a person that she had a seizure and she rolled over and suffocated in her pillow. And she swallowed her tongue. And she swallowed her tongue after she suffocated in her pillow. Hmm. Wow. And what happened next after all that? Um, I had a roommate right. and, um, so I guess, mm. so I don't remember any of this mm. and I guess she yelled for him and they called the ambulance and, um, and they showed up and I signed a paper that said I was okay. And then they all, the ambulance people left and then I went back to the bathroom mm. and I pissed myself Wow. And I laid and curled up beside the toilet and started turning blue or purple. Wow. And uh Jeff, my roommate, had to uh had to run and go grab uh literally run and get the ambulance people to come back. Wow. Well, you're lucky they came back, man. Yeah. Mm. Yeah. So when they came back they asked if I had defecated or urinated myself and they right. said yes. And so like, oh it's definitely a seizure. Mm. So uh the first thing I remember from the uh Waking, uh, going to bed at night is waking up in the ambulance and them snapping my finger, their fingers in your face, and just like, hey, hey, do you uh, do you know who you are? Do you know where you are? How right. old are you? Where right. are you? And I was like, that was uh, that was um, pretty confusing. It's amazing, you know, when you're in the back of that ambulance truck or van or whatever you call it, they're, they're asking all these questions, and uh, you know, um, how are you going to answer those questions? You know, my God, you're just, you're, I mean, you just had a seizure yeah and they're questioning all these asking all these questions and stuff um you're pretty good so did you answer them all um i think so mm -hmm. it's like uh did you know who you were 
I'm pretty sure I did. And I was like, well, I knew I was uh, who I was. And I was like, how did I get here? Mm-hmm. It's uh, it's like sleepwalking, I guess. Wow. Like you just wake up in the middle of somewhere where you've, uh, I don't know, where you haven't been before and you wake up and you're all confused. Well, so they so they took you in and they, and they, they, they took you to the hospital. Oh, boy. Um, wow. So what happened next, man? Um, I guess, well, there's a... I'm going to start off saying this because people are going to wonder. Right. Um, but because of my cancer, I have issues like finding words. So every time I, I pause, I'm trying to think of the correct word. And they took out like a chunk um, that goes from my thought to speech. Mm. And so it's it's always been difficult for me to to do that, uh, to say the figure out what the right words are to say. Right, so, right, right. Just so people know... Um, but yeah, I, uh, I guess I'll explain what a seizure is for those people who don't know. Right. It's basically like your uh, your whole body shuts down. Something in your brain is going wrong and your entire body shuts down. And I'm a, I'm a geeky person. I'm a nerd. Mm. I love computers. So yeah. it's kind of like restarting your computer. And as uh, your, I think your memory is the last thing to come online as it, your whole body reboots. Mm. Um. Anyways, so, uh, yeah, they took me in, uh, took me on an expensive ambul- ambulance ride. It was like, I found out later, it was like $1,000 for three miles. Wow. So you should have said, this, uh, I'll take, I'll just go two miles and, uh, you know. <laughs> somebody, somebody take me. <laughs> yeah, you know, the dollars. $1,000. Can I get a hundred? <laughs> so, so, okay. So you, 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 um, they took you in. Yeah. And the ride's like $1,000 for three miles. How, how, how far was the hospital, man? Um, I I think it was only two or three miles. No, convenient. Yeah, yeah I was yeah. like a thousand bucks for three miles. That's well, great. So how'd you pay for it, man? Um, well, actually, at my uh, my company, they had uh, insurance. Mm. Um, I had insurance. I didn't think anything about it because I at the time I think insurance is stupid. It's just like they're taking money out of your pocket, and they upgraded their insur- insurance to better insurance right. two weeks before this happened. Right. Um, so insurance covered, um, so I went through surgery, radiation, chemo, mm. yada, yada. They covered 98% of everything. Good. Uh, wow. Insurance is a good thing, huh? Yeah. Well, right it's on. like, if you don't need it, it kind of sucks. But as mm. soon as you need it, you're sure glad you got it. It's like the earthquake insurance. I don't need it. Uh, right. Earthquake, <laughs> boom. I wish I had it. <laughs> exactly. Uh-huh. Yeah, man. Right on for that. So, um, well, so you had insurance, um, What else happened? Oh, hey, listen. What what were the symptoms that 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 uh, made you 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 realize that you actually uh, had a seizure? Um, Does that make sense? uh, Explain a little more. Like, what do you mean? Like, I mean, I had a seizure. Like, right, right. The symptoms. Like, if I knew I was going to have a seizure. Well, no. Well, um, I'm thinking back. You said your girlfriend. Um, mm. she didn't really, I mean, you know, she, 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 um, discovered that there was something not right with you. Mm-hmm. And, um, so did you, and, and the symptoms, you can't swallow your tongue. I know that. <laughs> I mean, you know, we, okay. He's, can't swallow your tongue. Um, so you're in the back of this ambulance and they yeah. ask you questions and, yeah. and all this jazz. Yeah. What happened when you got to the hospital? Um, so what happened to the, got to the hospital, right. um, I think they, 
did a, a CT scan, hmm. if I remember correctly. It's like a CT scan is basically like, um, yeah, really detailed pictures, and you get right, really right. low-res pictures, like right. low-quality. And so they did like a low-quality scan of my head, right, right. and something was abnormal. There was something growing that wasn't supposed to be there. So hmm. they said, um, uh, said tomorrow, I don't, it was like late in the night, and they said, tomorrow you're going to have to go to a, a hospital and uh, go get an MRI, which mm. is a more, it's a, a high, high detailed scan. Right, right, right. So did they actually like uh, tell you, I mean, you, did they, they, they didn't just automatically diagnose that you had cancer. No. Um, mm-hmm. But I did, I did read in your notes that um, you had nosebleeds. Mm. Right. Tell me yeah. about it. Tell me about that, man. Um. So the I had no idea that I had anything growing in my brain. For people wondering, mm. um, the only I had two indications. Right. Um. One was a month long nosebleed. You know. Oh, I, really. Yeah. I was like. like uh, I was. You know. It's winter. Mm. Uh, well. If I remember, it was May. Maybe it wasn't even winter. I was thinking, you know, usually in winter times, I'm in Indiana. It's like the air is really dry, and so my, you know, my nose would keep bleeding. Sometimes the scab would come off. So you're like a month, a month long nose bleeder. Yeah. Like yeah. Wow. That 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 was like, that's freaky, man. Yeah. Well, it's like I didn't know it. I I thought this is kind of a normal thing. Mm. A nosebleed for a month. Being normal. I, I guess so. <laughs> wow. Okay. I, I was like, well, if you don't ever hear it happen to someone, it happens to you. You're like, well, I, I never, know. I never heard, you know, I don't have a, nose, a nosebleed for a month, thirty days of nosebleed. <laughs> I mean, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's uh, that's crazy. Um, yeah. Uh, so the second thing, right, the, how I knew, um, how I, th- I had some kind of symptom, mm. which I don't really tell a lot of people. Is uh, this is a crazy one? So hold on. All right, I'm um, holding on. I'm holding on. I'm holding on. So one day when I was uh, like blow drying my my pretty hair, mm. um, long Fabio. <laughs> no, it's like hair. my luscious locks. No, it's not that long, but um, I was uh-huh. kind of upside down blow drying my hair. Yeah, and I sounded like someone said, "Hey, Kevin," mm. and I looked up and like you know, there's. There's no one in my apartment. I thought maybe it was my roommate or something, but I walk out and around, there's no one there. And then from like that day on, Mm. it may have been like a month and a half, maybe two months before the whole seizure. um, I think the the pressure in my brain crossed some signals because my thoughts, Mm. like anything I think, would be coming through like a voice in my ears. So did you hear like voices, in, you know, or something? Did you hear voices? <laughs> well, I heard my own voice. So you, you had a voice. You were blow drying your hair. My own uh, thoughts. Yeah. 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 So your thoughts are like talking to you. Yes. Verbally. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Um, or if like I'd be having a conversation with someone and they'd be looking at me like uh, that they didn't understand what mm. I was talking about. It was like um, someone yelling in my ear. He doesn't understand what you're talking about. It was the voices and you're, it was talking, right? Yeah, and sometimes like I couldn't even think because the voice was so loud. It wasn't anything like negative, like mm. kill him or do anything like this. It was just like my thoughts coming into like the wrong channel in my head. Wow, and and all that all that stems from the uh, the seizure or or what? What what's what? What's happening? Here? I'm pretty sure um, that it came from the pressure in my brain. Mm. So as the the tumor grew, it was like pressing against. Um, 
cells and right. membranes in my brain. It was mm-hmm. like basically touching paths that shouldn't be touched and crossing communications. Wow, wow. And so like, um, hmm, that's really deep. I got a funny one here for you. Okay, um, shoot. One of my friends and me developed a, a name because I wanted to, once once we figured out what it was, mm. we'll, go, we'll go back to that. Yeah. Uh, once we figured out what it was, we call it, uh, call it T-Daddy for Tumor Daddy. Wow. And um, so that was kind of funny. Tumor. Yeah, I was like, oh, mm. I'm going to get, uh, kick this, uh, evict this tumor out of my head. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, but uh, for layman's terms, what a tumor really is, is like one cell. Your entire body is made up of cells. Right. All the organs and everything, they're all controlled. Mm-hmm. Um, like they all know their own function and what their purpose is. Right. But when one gets out of line, he'll, uh, how I describe it to people is he'll step out, he'll uh, have sex too much, he poops too much, um, and he eats too much. That's a tumor? Yeah. So oh, that sounds like a good time to me. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> That's what cancer is. Oh, yeah. yeah it's cancer. All right, right. Uh, so, like, it's, so, so, wow, this is like, uh, this tea daddy like controlled you, right, man? Yeah, well... Um, I guess you could say that. Mm. Like he, he messed with my thoughts. He, he messed with my brain. Mm. Um, so what that is is basically like they multiply more than they're supposed to. Like right. these little um, rebellious cancer cells, mm-hmm. they multiply mm-hmm. more than they uh, uh, than they're supposed to, and they eat. They take more blood than they're supposed to, and then they basically defecate. They put poisons and toxins into your blood more than they're supposed to. So these guys had a mind of their own, so to speak, right? Yeah, so that's basically what cancer is. It's mm. like these little guys uh, growing or not. Right, right. So it's like stage one is like he's not growing at all. Stage mm. two is like you might have to take it out, you might not. Stage three, which is what I had, wow, um, five, wow. seven years. Wow, man. And then stage four is six months to live. Wow. Hey, so what kind of cancer did you have, man? Um. We'll get to the surgery here in a little while, but um, I ended up having, uh, it's hard to say, but uh, Alagandrodendroglioma. It's, um, I, it took a while for me to learn how to say that. But Say it again for those who didn't understand. Alagodendroglioma. I think I'm pronouncing that correctly. Sounds like, sounds, sounds, sounds classic. It's a glioma for short. Right, <laughs> right. And it was stage three, huh? Yeah, so. Um, it's really, it's really, um, wow, Kevin, stage three, man. Yeah. So it was like wow. uh, 11 years ago. They gave mm. me five to seven years to live. How many, how, so how long has it been? It's been almost 12 years. Right on. Thank you, Lord. Yeah, man. Um, I yeah, always amazing. say something funny when I'm with friends. I'm like, there's a one in a hundred thousand chance you're going to get a brain tumor. If you're hanging out with me, I don't think you're going to have one. <laughs> thank God. Thank God for that. There you go, Dario. Oh, well, you're thank, not having a brain tumor. Thank you. Th- thank you. Uh, that's not a tumor. <laughs> thank you, Kevin. I really appreciate that. I, I appreciate that very much. Um, <laughs> you got it. Thank you, sir. I think so, I can help you out a little bit. Yeah, yeah. So anyway, so um, you have this. Uh, say it again. It's a Alejandro dendroglioma, yeah. a tumor. Mm, in stage three. Wow, wow. Yeah. So that's... That's uh, something, stage three, Kevin. So you've had this for a while, huh? Yeah. Um, I mean, uh, yeah, I guess so. Like, I've been in remission for quite a while now. Mm. Um, but uh, surgery, they got 98% of it out. Right. Uh, then radiated and then chemo for a mm-hmm. year. Mm-hmm. Wow. So it, it, it was a real big. Um, 
So it started off like the size of a golf ball when mm-hmm. they first found it. And then, golf ball, golf ball. Yeah. Well, golf ball is a nice size. Yeah, it's a nice size if you can fit a golf ball inside your skull. Wow. And, um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, then I guess I looked around to find a correct surgeon. Hmm. And and then it grew to like almost a tennis ball size. Jeez, really? Oh, uh, yeah. Yeah, really? Almost. So a tennis yeah. ball in your head. Yeah, can you imagine that inside your skull? It'd be squishing your brain. Wow, wow. That's crazy. And uh, yeah, I, for wow, a else, tennis ball. Yeah, like yeah. A, a tennis ball, almost the size. And where was this tennis ball size? Um, it was in uh, it's like my upper left lobe of my brain. That's crazy. That's crazy. I can't even imagine that. It's it's wow, Kevin. That's 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 insane. Yeah. Mm. Um, oh yeah. Anybody uh, looking for surgeons out there? Um, obviously I'm not a doctor right? and I can't tell you things that you should do, but this is what I did. And this is my advice after I've gone through this is do your research. Hmm. Um, many doctors, I'm not going to put names or anything out there, but many doctors just want the money and they just say, you need this out and get it done tomorrow, even though they're not the best brain surgeons, neurosurgeons. And so You've had it for a while. You can spend two minutes looking up the best neurosurgeons wherever you are mm-hmm. and go there. Wow. So uh, this is our first podcast. And, um, you know, it's, it's about encouraging people. This is, it gets deeper as it goes on. This is the first one. And, um, mm-hmm. you know, as we go on, we're going to cover more and more and more of um, Kevin's story. All right, getting back to Kevin's story. Yeah, man. Yeah. Uh, what do you got? What else? What other questions? Why? Well, how did it make you feel? Did you? Did I ask you that? How did? Um, how did? How did this make you feel, Kevin? Well, um, pretty discouraged in the beginning, right? Um, when I was with my mom and the girlfriend at the time, and mm-hmm. went to go get get it checked out. It's kind of like, uh, like. Okay, right. what's the next step? Right. Um, like, what do we do now? Mm-hmm. And then the next day, mm-hmm. I went with my mom to go to a, a hospital, and they did an MRI, and that's when they said you've got a golf ball sized tumor Jeez. in your brain. Jeez. And we'd recommend. I think they recommended me getting surgery there mm-hmm. at that hospital in Fort Wayne, Indiana. So did you feel? I mean, did you feel like there's a? It's like I keep I can't I can't get over this golf size size tumor in your brain. Did did you feel like I have to get this thing out like today, like now? It was weird for me. I I didn't really feel a ton of urgency. I right. knew I knew I needed to go to the next step. And I knew I needed to get it out. But obviously, um, I didn't want somebody in there messing with my brain right. that didn't know what they were doing. Right. So, but at the same time, you wanted this thing out. Yeah. Yes, right. I did. Right. Um, but I mean. They didn't know what it was. They didn't mm-hmm. even know if it was growing. Um, they were either talking about doing a biopsy yeah. or getting it out. Yeah. So listen, when you found out that you had this tumor, golf size, golf ball size tumor, or mm-hmm. uh, tennis ball? Yeah, it grew to a tennis ball. Okay, yeah. wow. Um, so, yeah. Um, I, you know, it's funny. It's like, like... How did I mean? Did you like feel this thing in your head, man? Did you feel it? Did you did you 
Could, could you actually feel this? <laughs> I really, I don't know. Um, no, it, it would be weird if I said, yeah, I could feel like I didn't really have headaches mm-hmm. or anything like this. I didn't feel pressure. Right. I guess my nose felt pressure because of uh, it was bleeding, but for a month. Yeah, wow. yeah. I guess that's pressure in your brain. Mm. So don't freak out if you have a month long nosebleed. Think uh, of Kevin Sanders. I'm, I'm pretty sure you wouldn't have a tumor, but mm. um, maybe you want to get that checked out. Hey, so listen. When you when you had this, how did people how did people treat you when they found this out? Uh, that's an interesting question. Mm-hmm. Um, it's basically like uh, I didn't like people to feel sorry for me. Right. Uh, because that doesn't help anyone, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. and it, makes, it, it, it just makes makes you fearful, or makes you just like it, it's not good for you. Right. right. Uh, it's like the worst part is when somebody somebody knows somebody's heard of you have cancer or you have a tumor. They never said I actually had cancer. That you have a tumor, and they have to go through radiation and surgery and yada yada, and they they walk up to you. And they just start crying. Like you haven't even talked to them yet or anything like this. And it's like, why can't you just why can't you just treat me normal? Right. I don't understand why, like I And I think I think I think when people when they when they cry, it's it's they love you so much that they just can't really it's like, oh wow, um, I feel sorry for you. They want to help you, but Instead, they still balling, which makes you feel bad. Yeah, I was like, I don't need to feel worse. In fact, mm. I just want you to treat me normally. I'm I'm okay. It's just I'm just going through something that you're not. Mm. Just another hurdle. Right, right. So people people treated you. Uh, yeah, yeah. So hey, was this thing uh, is this thing hereditary? Uh, it's funny. A lot of people. Um, a lot of people think it's either contagious. It, it, it is pretty hereditary. Um, well, you did say, you know, if, if he stick with you uh, for a long time, you're going to uh, have this. Yeah, you just hang out with me and you're going to get brain tumor here real soon. Yeah. No, it's have like, tumor uh, or travel. <laughs> <laughs> like uh, people who don't know anything about it, mm. they think you can get it by like coughing on them or um, saliva or kissing or whatever. But Tumor? Yeah. Isn't that crazy? I've never heard that. Um yeah, some people who don't know anything about it. Um, but uh, wow, wow. But uh, no one in my family has had one. Mm-hmm. Uh, my grandfather had a benign tumor, that, a tumor that doesn't grow. and um, But that was it. So I'm the first tumor person in our family. Well, good for you, Kevin. Welcome. Yeah. You're the mascot. But I tell you... Um, <laughs> You handle it very well. I mean, you know, uh, looking at you, you look—you look great, man. It, you never would think that you had this golf ball, tennis ball-sized mm-hmm. tumor in your yeah. head. Yeah. Um, hmm. Yeah. I always, uh, I always read those sayings like, "Live every day like it's your last," but uh, you never. Which, 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 I mean, but I think, I think. You're such a gritty person. <laughs> I call you gritty. Yeah, yeah. The grass, the gritty grasshopper. Um, I don't think that. I mean, knowing that, what I know about you now, spending time with you, I don't think that you've um, saw this as a death sentence. Uh, no. You know, that's that's uh, the purpose of this, this podcast. Right. You didn't really see it as um, I'm out type of thing. No. Um, I just say like. <laughs> you'll never actually understand it till you're in this situation. It's like uh mm. it's like you've lived all your entire life looking through like a magnifying glass, picking out 
all the, the small things and small details you didn't like about your life and you dwell on it. Right. And uh, when you're presented with this, you kind of zoom back out and mm. see what's really important. Uh, wow. If you could like, if you could see a huge turning point in your life coming, mm-hmm. would you want to know about it? I don't know, man. I mean, it's like it's like a fortune teller, so to speak. I mean, if you're in that sort of thing, I'm not. But it's like I want to know. I don't. I, I don't want to know what I'm going to have before I have it. Right. You know what I mean? It's <laughs> like, you know, it's like I want to have it first. Yeah. You're gonna. Yeah. I don't want to be told I'm going to have this thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? That, it's like 50-50 out there. I, mean, I think it's like an ethics kind of thing. Uh, like, would, would you want to know the day you're going to die? No way. Right. No, it's less scary. Yeah. That's scary. Um, hmm. But um, I also did a funny thing uh, before surgery. Um, so I had made videos of myself like... Um, I was I recorded myself in the mirror, so this will be in the future uh, future podcast. Yeah, we talk about that. How you what you recorded? You recorded yourself in the mirror. Oh, no, I was just talking about um, oh. like my surgery is mm. going to be a future podcast. But oh, I recorded myself um, like uh, they gave me like was a fifteen percent chance I wouldn't be able to move the right side of my body. So I made uh, made videos of myself in the mirror, moving the right side of my my body, my my arms, my legs. You know, this is how you move your arm. This is how you move your leg. This is how you move the right side of your body. Just in case you come out of surgery and you don't know how to use it, and that's smart, watch these man. videos. That's smart. I thought it was at the time, but well, I, I, I think it's brilliant because how many people think um, to video themselves when they're not sick to view it when they're sick? Yeah, it's like. I think uh, that sounds kind of dumb, you know. But, <laughs> yeah, I, you know, I think it's brilliant, Kevin. I think it's like well, it's kind of like writing yourself a letter. Yeah, I'm gonna write myself a letter in case I lose my lose my memory. I'm gonna, I'm gonna mail gonna, to you two yeah. years later. My something. name is, and then you're like, who? Yeah, I think actually on trips I've mailed myself postcards. Did you? And uh, put did you write like, with love, Kevin Sanders? I did. I was like, love me. Oh, and I always put stuff like, um, well, I hope you got this, this, and this. What I was going through in life, and uh, and I actually. My mom showed me one, like when I was back home. A couple, I live in California now. Uh, I live in Los Angeles, and I just moved here two years ago. So really, I, I go back for Christmas. Wow, to Fort Wayne, Indiana. Hmm. And my mom showed me a postcard, and uh, it was like, um, what is that? Directed, presented, written. It was written to myself. I mailed it to myself. By yourself. Yes, and it had like, I hope you. Hope you got this. I hope you did this. Hope you did that. And I mailed it to myself when I was on my uh, my uh, ship around the world. Well, that's 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 cool. That's cool. Yeah. Well, um, I think. Um, did we so, cover? Did we cover enough on this this pot? Yeah, I think um, I think we're good for now. I think we're great. Hey, you know, um, this is we gotta try to encourage you. Um, and the podcast is to come, and yeah. we're gonna add a little comedy, a little, a little uplifting, um, yeah. you know, jovialness, if that's a word. Um, but not taking away from what you're really going through. I mean, we, uh, it's, it's, it's very respected. Um, yeah, like uh, we're not putting anyone down. No way. Like, I've no. been through this, but this is the only way you can go through this. Is like right. you can't, uh, like you're going through cancer or some illness. 
you can't let it bring you down. No, it, it's it, like when you when you go down, mm-hmm. like and your then your immune system goes down. You get depressed, and stress is just like a literal poison to your body. It's like you just need to be lighthearted about it and just say, "I'm going to get through it." I have a friend that, that that's good in comedy, like myself. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. <laughs> my good buddy Dario. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he's like my producer. He's been my motivational man to get me to start this mm-hmm. podcast. Mm-hmm. He's really good at digging in and pulling dreams out of people. Yeah. Hey, man, we started this thing, Kevin, about what? About uh, months ago, right? Yeah, yeah. I can't think of me. About uh, several months ago. Mm-hmm. And um, it's such a... I said, Kevin, you, you're such a good story to tell people. Um, don't just keep it in. You got to share it with the world. And like I said, uh, the more uh, podcasts that you listen to, you're going to see that um, this guy is amazing. He Thanks. It's just, really, you really are. You are. And um, appreciate it. You're going you're gonna to learn just, just to um, him and learn uh, about how he, he, he dealt with this uh, um, sour hand, I guess you would say. Mm-hmm. Um, and just like, you know, you, you're going to love this guy. And um, what else, Kevin? Um, yeah, I am a, a man of faith. And so uh, I just want to leave you off with my, uh, my life scripture from the Bible. It's Jeremiah 29, 11. For I know the plans I have for you, declares the Lord. Plans to prosper you and not to harm you. Plans to give you hope and a future. Hope everyone out there has a nice, nice time, nice day, nice night. Thanks, and uh, we'll talk to you guys soon. See you later on part two. Woo! Yeah.